We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich, brought to you by GAF Roofing. And now, here's your host, Rich Horace. Hey, all right. Good Saturday afternoon, everyone. Rich Horace here, your host, Ride at Home with Rich. You heard the man. And boy, oh boy, do, do I have an action-packed show for everybody today. I just can't wait. You know, we can chat about... So many different things. Um, let's talk about the do's and don'ts of some DIY projects. What should you or shouldn't you be doing? Um, how about some framing methods that can help prevent future drywall cracks? I've also got Bob Vila's must-do January projects we can go over. Um, some better ways to de-ice your walkways, your driveways, all of that. Plus, of course, I'll have my on the road with rich segment and my hack today get out a pencil and paper because with all of that information you're probably going to need to take some notes to keep up so try and stick with us but of course there's that one subject we always have on the show it's always the main part the main topic the main thing we're after conversations conversations and questions with you the listener so any comments questions or concerns you have about your home that should be my main topic for sure. I just want to help everyone out, do the best thing I can. So if you have anything going on, if you've noticed anything, it's so cold, the snow, the rain before that, you know, everything's changing. It's finally, you know, winter's here. Um, it wasn't so bad that we're not snowed in, but, you know, you could notice some things around your house, looking around and seeing all the weather that's hitting and everything. So if you're curious about anything, we got you right here only for the next hour. We got three segments coming up. So the phone lines you need, 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797. So let's, you know, I want to get into this DIY stuff because I I know we all do this. So many people do this on some level or, or, you know, lower level, higher level, you know, everybody's doing something around their house. And so this, uh, you know, is a home and gardens, um, article there. And they, they kind of interviewed an expert on his list, a home builder about, you know, what should you be doing for some DIY projects, what types and, you know, hints on getting through them. And then also what maybe you shouldn't be doing or, like I would say, what you should be thinking about. 
you know, prior to could be the do's and the don'ts, but, you know, definitely, you know, what do you think about? And the first one on his list, and this is, you know, basically what I've been preaching and what we've been doing here with Mosby Building Arts for, for years and for, you know, almost about six, seven years on the radio now, been talking about making a plan. It's what we do. So, you know, his first do on your DIY list is to plan, you know, plan ahead before getting into things, before ripping down walls, before buying stuff, maybe buying materials and spending half your budget and realizing maybe you didn't need them all or you ended up with a different paint color, you know, put the pen to the paper, write down some important points of the project, some information, what you're thinking, and just kind of write out that plan, that schedule. It's good to think about, you know, setting goals. When will, when should I do this? When should I be done? How long should it take? What days do I think I can work on it? Plus, what am I getting? What do I think that stuff's going to cost? You know, looking into that whole plan of action, it's what we've been doing here at Mosby. It's, you know, setting expectations, getting through things when everybody's aware it's much better, it's much easier, and finding things out front is just the best thing to do. So, you know, we do that all the time, and we recommend on your DIY projects, obviously do that also. So another do when painting is take the time to prep. So when, you know, you're prepping, you're sanding, not just brushes and rollers and getting paint on the wall, but that prep should really take almost as much time as the painting as far as looking things over, scraping things down, maybe flattening some things out, filling nail holes, and just getting that wall ready to accept new paint is really a big thing that, that DIYers don't spend a lot of time on, and it really can just help make the job easier and look so much, so much better, you know, in the end when doing that. And that kind of goes for you know, not just painting, but any type of thing that you're doing, prepping the walls, making sure they're good and flat before you're putting on tile, sanding wood really well before you stain and paint and things like that, just getting things ready to accept, such an important thing to do. Now, um, looking at window treatments, so one of one on his list is really to make sure that you buy quality window treatments, you know, splurge on the window treatments. You don't want to get cheap versions that don't last very long and break easily, and you just don't get as much lasting value. So when you're looking at some window treatments and you're like, well, these cost half what these cost, but if you look at it as a timeline and how long they may last, and it might be worth looking at what type of warranty do they have, you know, because if one's you know, one or two years and another's 10 years and it's twice the cost, but you know, well, just off the bat with the warranty, I'm going to get, you know, a lot more time out of it on that list. So making sure you get good products, you know, good blinds that don't break down and then you end up replacing them, you know, two to five years later um, is, is just a great thing to do. And one of the, another one of the, the projects, couple of project types that was on his list about what you could venture into on your own kind of as a beginner as minor landscaping was one of them. So, you know, adding planter boxes, um, just doing some affordable but easy landscape projects 
changing out some plants. You know, th- these are things that, you know, can be considered and done by some people that don't have a whole lot of rebuilding your house experience. Now, the last one of his dues on the type of projects, stripping wallpaper. I find this one, you know, really interesting because, yes, it seems like, you know, it's a good place to start when you're renovating a room. Um, It can really, you know, a big impact and difference on the room. But I'm telling you, it is a very tedious job. And you really need to be able to stick at it. And I can tell you definitely from firsthand experience. So one of the, you know, things he kind of talked about was, you know, possibly going into using, you know, a water sprayer and or a steamer, you know, for getting this wallpaper off. Well, let me tell you, taking down wallpaper, depending on how well it's up and whether it was sized or not and, and all this can really be, different can be extremely hard and tedious we we literally did this a few years back at my in my mother-in-law's kitchen and i'm here to tell you the first night we started on like a friday night you know come go over there after work and at the end of the night nine ten o'clock at night like four hours in i'm 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 serious folks there's like a three foot by three foot area done and, and everyone's kind of looking at it. And my wife's got a little area and I got my little three foot area. And, you know, my son was here and my, my mother-in-law was there and, and we're looking at this whole thing. And I'll bet we didn't have 10 square feet down from the entire room in four hours. And I'm like, yeah, so we need to consider a steamer right away. We need to find one. We can rent it. You know, rental places have this and, you know, really, it was such a process with the type of wallpaper and everything. So putting holes in it, getting getting the, the softener and everything soaked in and sprayed on, and then just basically letting that steamer sit there and figuring out the perfect amount of time where you could literally then just know, if I put holes in it like this with that and I spray this on there, soak that in, and then I put that steamer on there, I'm going to get like a, a one foot by 16 inch or 20 inch you know, area done in this amount of time. And I hold that steamer on there and I literally had it down to like a minute and 28 seconds or something. And then, then you can just take that scraper and get that stuff right off. But you know, some of these projects really take, there's different ways to do things and you really got to look and research and, and think about, you know, that other areas, you may be able to soak that down, you know, use a little fabric softener and some water and you're like, I don't know what that guy's talking about. My wallpaper came down just like super easy and, and it really can, you know, be that way. And that's awesome. But it's a risky area to start. But now thinking about, you know, the don'ts, what what really shouldn't you do or what should you be thinking about when getting into some of these DIY projects? So attempting any electrical or gas work, if you are not, you know, you may think it's minor, but... If you're not experienced and you haven't done it, and there's several ways to do things, having licensed people, you know, a a pipe fitter, a plumber, an electrician that understand and really know all the little idiosyncrasies of how all this stuff works and comes together, you know, you get a switch, even something as simple as changing out a switch. And, and but you need the right amount of power for for dimming a certain bulb and stuff and and these switches don't all act alike and then if there's you know three-way switches or four-way switches 
you could end up picking up the wrong one or the wrong type if you don't totally understand the difference between like three-way, four-way, stuff like that. So consider having the professional people perform, you know, stuff like that for you. Um, don't remove any walls is is one of, you know, things on, on his list as far as, you know, really understanding structure, making sure things are non-structural, you know, how you take walls out. And we talk about all the time on the radio here how to identify load-bearing walls and stuff like that. You really want to be certain of what you're doing when walls are coming out because it could be something a little more structural than you think and, and you end up with an issue down the road. And sometimes you can't even tell until long, long after, you know, you're done. And, and if it wasn't done right and you end up with cracks and, and issues down the road, I've seen it way too many times. Now this one is, is so, so this don't is actually my personal favorite of this entire list from this article, because basically it's don't dismiss your partner's ideas on color or design. So happy wife, happy life, right? If you're getting into something and, and, you know, think about it, let, let all the ideas flow and talk about you know, all that different stuff and don't just dismiss other people's ideas because they could really be good ones that could really help out and really make, you know, a great job in the end. And again, this is like us at Mosby. What do we do when we're, when we're performing a design, putting together a conceptual design for a client's, you know, kitchen or bathroom or, or maybe a whole house remodel we have so many people on that team, the drafts people, um, the designer for, for performing the design and everything. I would be on that team looking at how we build it, making sure they're not designing something that, that really is too hard or too expensive or can't be built is a big thing. And then you've got the estimators. that the, Now they run through this information's past. They estimate. They do all this. So we've got, you know, four sometimes five or six people actually working on a design. There may even be a design assistance because two heads are better than one. So don't dismiss any of those thoughts or ideas. And then this is a good one too. Um, Don't get stuck on the DIY shows on TV. So don't bite off more than you can chew because they can make it look very easy, very quick, very simple on TV. And you know what? It could be much, much harder or much more involved or into it, you know, than you think. So when they're doing this on television, you know, they they don't show everything. And I actually saw, I had a speaker one time that was the host of one of these shows. And, you know, he was basically talking about how, you know, his time on the set was basically he would walk up and, you know, get in front of the camera and and, and now it's the end of the show and, and he just walks up and says, yep, here we go. And they give him a hammer and he, he pounds one nail in the floor and says, and that's how it's done. And then somebody stops and says, no, wait, no, wait. move that coffee cup in the back. We can kind of see that. Get that out of the way. Okay, try it again. He's like, okay, you know, bam, hits the floor one time. And that's how it's done, folks. And so he didn't really do anything. So they can make these things look way, way simpler than they actually are to do, you know, in real life. So understanding that it's not always easy and is and and sometimes they get donations and stuff too. So they may even talk about what something costs, but they're not putting in all the cost of all the labor, 
or all the things happening, or they may have had materials donated where they bought very few things and they've gotten it done and, and they kind of go, yeah, we had a hundred dollars left over. So we added crown molding, you know, to this room and, and I'm looking at it going, well, crown molding probably cost 80 bucks at least for that room. And they had 20 left over. They had to buy paint. They had to have somebody install it, hang it, fill the nail holes, caulk the seam. That, that, could, that couldn't happen for $100. So understand, you know, they make that budget kind of non-realistic too. But, hey, you know what? There's the list and there's my thoughts on some of those do's and don'ts and what not to do, what should you do. If you have any questions, any thoughts, if you've gotten into some DIY stuff, maybe you have a story about getting into some crazy things for you, Feel free to give me a call today. I'm here. I'm waiting for you. 314-241-9797 or 86-455-9797. Hopefully, let's get some calls right after this break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And now, here's Rich's Right at Home Hack. All right, here we go. You heard him, Right at Home Hack, and you know... This one's interesting because we all know, you know, in, in working through the ranks as a carpenter in the remodeling industry, we all learn, too, that you can clean rust off your tools with Coca-Cola, right? You know, the acid in the Coke cleans it all off. You can soak it overnight. In the morning, simply just submerge it, you know, overnight. In the morning, take it out, scrub it clean with a stiff bristle brush and clean as pie, right? But did you know that... It can also do wonders with pest control. There's a few different things you can do. So taking a small bowl of Coke, it will attract um, slugs and snails out of your yard. And then, of course, they get in there and the acid will kill them. Or it can also be used the same way in a small bowl for wasp and bees. And then once they get in there, they end up drowning in the liquid and they're stuck in there and all that. So then also ants. So if you have an ant hill, you know, coming up this spring, a lot of these ant hills are going to pop up. Basically, just liberally douse the area with Coke, pour some Coke in it, and it will just devour that and get rid of those ants in that ant hill. So it's a, it's amazing all these different things. If you look it up, there's tons of stuff that you can do. So hopefully this helps you out this spring with your pest control. And if you want to hear this hack or any of my weekly hacks again, you can find them all on my Facebook page. Just search Rich Oris Mosby on Facebook. Take you right to it. And we're going to get off of Facebook Live here and go back to our regular 97.1 show here. And, um, you know, I, I want to get right into my On the Road with Rich segment because I don't want to 
you know, miss out and, and run out of time on any of this. And so, you know, basically the thought here is, you know, I run around every every day, every week, and I visit people and I see their their jobs and their thoughts and their issues and things going on. So I was at one a couple of days ago and they've got, you know, a, a backyard, real nice place, pool. It's all elevated on these big concrete retaining walls and concrete all around it. And of course they have all these underlying concrete issues and they have a lot of areas where the concrete is sinking and cracking and moving. Now, the retaining walls, the footings, the stuff, everything's holding up really well. Pool looks perfect, but just all of the settling from underneath just the regular four-inch slabs. And so kind of the list of things, you know, when we look at what was wrong there and what I'm seeing as I'm looking and I'm analyzing is, you know, the first and most obvious one is that they've got some, you know, settling around the foundation from the overdig, from building the house, you know, the house was only about eight or nine years old. So you're going to get that settling around the edges. And, um, you know, they really could have uh, pinned, you know, some of this concrete to the foundation to help, you know, work that settling out and and maybe keep that concrete up and in position for a a lot longer time span. The second issue I saw is they have corrugated drain pipes from the gutters going down and going underneath this concrete. And, you know, the, the corrugated pipes, the, they, they can leak as the concrete and the ground smashes down. The pipes will smash and flatten and, you know, water doesn't run through them as well. And they don't, they, 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 the, the connections, if there's a connection, it's like a snap-together fitting that totally leaks like crazy. And then, of course, there was other areas. So the third thing we we noticed was there's, you know, some some of the concrete slabs that are just simply too big. They just don't have enough, you know, expansion joints and control joints. And they've got, you know, there's a few of these slabs that were, gosh, they were probably 12 by 15 or 15 by 15. There were some pretty good-sized slabs. And that's just too big, you know, for these the, the area of the concrete not to not to want to crack and not to have a place where you can control how it does that. Uh, and then the fourth thing is <clears throat> I didn't really, you know, just noticing, okay, we know they got these corrugated pipes. So at the end of these corrugated pipes, if they have the pop-up emitters and if they don't just run off to, to grade and just, you know, have the pipe, you know, angled off and coming out of the ground wide open, you know, how do you connect a PVC elbow on a pop-up emitter for this water to a black corrugated pipe. And I see this way, way too often for everybody. And basically they duct tape this thing. They literally duct tape the black corrugated pipe with the elbow over it. And then they put this in the ground and everything. And it just really, it just doesn't hold the water. And, and, you know, in the elbow, there should be a, a hole that basically lets the water slowly disperse out to grade. Now, so you see how we say slowly disperse out to grade. Well, if you've just got these two pipes and they're not fitted together and they're not glued and they're, and they're a loose fit, and I'm telling you right now, duct tape underground does not last. You know, it, it sticks so well to so many things, but 
just the moisture, the dirt, everything, it just comes undone. So you're leaking so much water so fast out around all of that. It's getting back underneath, you know, your concrete and, and in the ground, and it's just coming out too fast, and it doesn't pop up to the surface as much and actually run off and run away. So the recommendation here, really, when you think about it, you know, we've got all this concrete sinking. Well, so what Mosby is putting together is when we do this downspout drain pipe, okay, we're going to want to have a solid plastic smooth walled PVC glued fittings. Don't let this thing leak where you do not want it to, right? Just like the plumbing in your house, you don't want that coming out all underground. Once, if you're plumbing in your house, if they didn't care about how it was done in the wall, because you can't see it, or even underneath the concrete floor in the basement, you don't want this stuff, you know, running out and running. Well, you don't want that with the outside water either. Take it to where it can go. Get it away from your patios, your concrete, your footings, your foundations, and make it run off to the surface is the best way to do this. So controlling that water, moving it faster, it'll it'll you, it'll take more. So now when you get to the end of that pop-up emitter, and, and that fitting's glued, now you can do the the rest of that installation correctly too. Because that's another thing I see way way too often where you know they basically just set that thing in the dirt, it pops up with the grass, and works fine for a while. But as soon as the the mud and dirt clogs that little hole. Your water really can't get out. So if you ever see it freezing, and that's one of the things I've heard so many times is people say, well, yeah, we don't use those pop-up emitters because they can fill up with water and freeze in the winter. Well, if it's done properly, it's not going to fill up with water, and that water is going to disperse out to grade. So underneath that pop-up emitter, right where that thing ends, you want to dig a hole in the ground at least the size of, of about a five-gallon bucket, um, even bigger if you can, and um, fill that with rock, kind of tamp, compact that rock. So when you set that elbow on there, you're not going to get dirt inside that hole, and it's going to help hold that elbow up so that stuff doesn't sink and settle and end up you know, getting covered up and grown over with grass and and everything else, I see a lot of them too, where they just disappear and you can't even find these things anymore. And, you know, you got to go and run some water, find the wet spot, dig them up, get a new pop-up, you're extending the end. So if you do it properly, it's not going to hold that water. It's not going to swell up and freeze because it's only going to have a little bit of water in it, you know, during that winter time. And, you know, it, it will stay in position and you won't lose it and have it overgrown and all of that. So, there's a lot into how you do this stuff, how you pack around that foundation, how, how you pin the concrete to the wall, making sure you do the right control joints and all of that other stuff with it to make these projects last. So basically, you know, think about, think about the position that this client's in because so they had the house built like eight or nine years ago and a year or so after that, they had this whole project put in with concrete swimming pool, all this stuff, and, and they're literally, so So let's just say this job is even seven years old. They're already looking at new concrete in a, in a lot of these areas. Um, so, you know, that's just not a long time, you know. So building for, you know, thinking about this stuff, building for lasting value is so, so important. 
you know, to all of these projects and really doing them well in the best way and, you know, how to do that stuff. So, and basically the next thing this kind of brings us to is, you know, this topic of, you know, and I love the word best practices. So framing's best practices to help prevent drywall cracks. There are so many things that can be done and not everybody follows, you know, best practices, even, you know, code compliant, even getting inspections and stuff. You know, a lot of these things when, when they inspect it and everything, it's a bare minimum. They're not saying it's the best way to do everything. They're saying it's the, it's the bare minimum to do it so that it will last and have some value for clients in the future and stuff. So there are even better ways to do things than a lot of, you know, codes and things that we have out there, you know, for everything. So when you're, when you're framing, you know, understanding your wood, you know, managing truss uplift, truss uplift is one of the biggest things we see with drywall cracks in newer homes with trusses and floor trusses and all of that stuff. They're going into all of these materials. So managing that um, is some important things to understand, you know, in order to keep these cracks from happening, you know, floating the drywall panels properly around your door openings, your beams, your girders, things like that. Um, and, And also understanding how much drywall you can have in a certain area before you need expansion and control joints. That stuff is just like that concrete. You get a hallway wall with nothing on it or a ceiling that's a hundred feet long. And that's too long for all of these pieces of drywall back to back to back to back to back where it's probably going to have enough movement and stuff to, to create a crack anywhere. So just like the concrete, you, you create these control joints inside of that drywall so that you can know where that's going to happen. You can make it look nice and you can manage it. And we've got some really good tricks for trimming out and fixing up that truss uplift. And when you get those cracks opening up in, in, in the winter and stuff, I've got some great trim crown mold ways to correct that. So we're going to get into our final break here. And if you have anything, thoughts or questions for me, 314-241-9797. And we'll get into more of this trust uplift when we return. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Do you have questions about your home? Call us at 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797. 
All right, we're back. Final segment, always flying through this. You know, when I run around doing this type of stuff and helping people all day, you know, you got a seven, eight, nine, ten hour day sometimes. It just doesn't go this fast. This one hour is simply too, too, too quick sometimes to get all of the information out for sure. But, you know, so before the break, we were talking about, you know, framing of houses and, you know, better ways to frame and uh, better ways to install drywall in order to, you know, keep the drywall from cracking and having issues. And, you know, one thing that is one of the biggest things we see with framing and in newer construction is the truss uplift. And, you know, basically you get these cracks and a lot of people, you might see them and sometimes they see them more in the winter because if things kind of contract and get smaller and, and the trusses lift up, you get a crack between the ceiling and the wall. And sometimes it goes away. It might go away in the summer, come back in the winter, vice versa. And, you know, Basically, most of this is caused because of temperature and because of moisture and or the lack of moisture. So expanding, contracting, if the top cords take on a lot of moisture, it can happen in the summer because they will expand. They'll want to get longer, and basically it causes that bottom cord holding everything together to start to kind of lift up off some of the walls. And the same thing with you know, everything contracting as it gets smaller, it just kind of pulls off the top plate of the wall and just pulls the drywall with it. You know, they've got all these newer codes and rules that, you know, you have to screw the drywall every so often. They have a drywall inspection, so they make sure you've used enough screws to to hold it well. So your drywall holds really well nowadays onto that bottom cord of that truss, but then when that lifts up, it creates this crack so how do you manage this and what do you do for it? Um, so there's not always a lot you can do on the framing side. Sometimes if it's where trusses are meeting and things like that, you can get up there and kind of do some additional framing to try and kind of help hold things. That has a limited success rate, but, you know, one of the most common things that, that we actually would do in trying to manage this is basically install crown molding to cover up the crack. But the trick of, of the whole matter really is, and sometimes you can, to make it a little bit easier, you can do even maybe like a two or three piece crown where you put a piece of trim on the wall first, then you put this crown on there. When we put the crown, you a lot of times what we'll do is we'll put, you know, a a, a ripped off angled piece of a, a, a wood of like a two by four. It's at the angle where that crown mold is going to be. And you attach this wood to the ceiling, to the trusses. And then you attach your crown molding to that wood. And basically what happens is you can, you can caulk the crown molding to the ceiling um, and paint it and everything. But what you do is you, don't caulk that crown molding to either the drywall of the wall or the the piece of trim. Like if you do a base trim, make it a, a pretty looking three-piece crown, you know, you set that crown on there and you do not caulk that crown to that piece of trim or to that wall. Now, make sure you paint up there well and everything because what will happen is you're still going to get this uplift occurring when it's going to occur. But basically... It's just going to slide that trim up that wall 
and, and the trim will move with the ceiling and it's not attached to the wall. So you're not fighting, you know, let it move up and down. It's going to, it's going to be, you know, hard to stop, but it just kind of slides up and down the trim of the wall. And, and there you go. You, you don't realize that it's kind of coming up and down as it does it. So that's a good kind of attractive way to trim finish and cover up this truss lift and, and, you know, it still happens. You can't always stop it from happening, but you can do that and you can really, you know, make it look nice and no longer have to see or deal, you know, with this crack. And another thing we see all the time is um, floating the drywall panels over the beams and the girders and like the door opening all too often. And this is kind of getting into some of that DIY stuff too, when you don't understand why you would do that or they hang drywall a certain way to avoid stuff like this. Well, if you get a crack over like a door opening, this is the most common over a window or a door opening, and it goes straight up and down perfectly vertically, you know, from the corner of the door, the window to the ceiling, it's just the way they installed the drywall. And they didn't just cover that whole thing and cut it out and, and leave that drywall intact. So your, your house is going to have some movement and these cracks are, are going to occur and they occur easily if you don't span the drywall over. Same things with your beams and all of that. When you've got your king stud in the side of the, the beam and you've got, you know, the jack studs and everything underneath it, if you seam right along that, you're just probably going to get enough movement. So you want to make sure that drywall lays out to cover that and to not have areas like that, you know, where it's really susceptible to cracking very easily at a later date. Um, so there's, you know, a lot of this goes into, like we were talking about, the best practices of how you do things. We have a lot of these best practices here at Mosby with how we side, how we flash underneath it. You know, we, we, correct a lot of water leaks and leaking windows and doors and, and, you know, how we wrap and flash a house. We have so many Mosby standards of best practices of how we do it. A tile shower, you know, how can a tile shower be different? Well, there are so many different ways to do that and to put it together well and protect it and, and, going with these best practices and things just creates a whole lot of lasting value. So for anybody out there, you know, if you want to find out any more information about me, about Mosby Building Arts, about what we do, how we do it, all that, you can check us out online, callmosby.com, C-A-L-L-M-O-S-B-Y.com. You can call us up if you want us to come out, take a look at something, figure something out with you or discuss, you know, design, build, remodeling projects, things like that. We cover the entire residential gamut. Just give our office a call, 314-909-1800. We can get stuff like that set up for you. If you're busy, if you work, you know, if you work nights or something, if you're up and stuff, you can actually, you can, through our website, you can set up appointments, you can have discussions, you can get things done that way. So you can do it in a convenient manner where you don't necessarily have to call our office, you know, in the middle during business hours. And for everybody out there too, you know, again, 
we're still in the market for people. We're still very busy. We got a great backlog. We've got a lot of great clients, repeat clients, you know, projects that we do. If you're looking for work, if you're in this industry, whether you're an architect or a drafter or a designer or anybody in the field as far as project managers, carpenters, laborers, plumbers, electricians, we have it all. We need it all. We do it all. So if you want to come to a great place to work, check us out the same way. Look us up. Find out you know, about it. And, and really give us a try. You will not be disappointed. I've been here over 20 years now. There's a lot, there's three other people that celebrated 20 years last year of being in this company. And I'm talking um, our head of our painting division, um, one other project manager. So, so this is, you know, and, and another one was in the field like me, but now is a, is a sales consultant just like me. So it's a great place to be check it out, get the information. You will absolutely love it. Um, and, and, you know, talking about all the different things, watching this company grow, you know, for the past 20 years for me and for a lot of these, these other guys that, you know, I've worked with and known so long now, it, it's just a great thing. And, you know, when you think about it, it's really about why are you doing what you do? Are you putting your best foot forward? What are you trying to accomplish overall? It's not just about quality of work, but it's about complete service. It's about the, the whole thing. And, and I'm telling you, the best thing about working here at Mosby Building Arts and, and understanding what we do and really what's probably the best for the clients and the people having work done with us is basically the mere fact that, you know, when you look at a company like this, the real advantage to going with somebody like us is basically just the fact that right now we are better today than we were last year because of what we do and because of how we figured out and, and we're always striving for that excellence, which also in turn means next year we're going to be better at what we do than the way we are right now. And it's always there. It's always advancing. And it's always a great product for you in doing things like this show, Scott's show. Um, educating people is really the best thing possible to getting people to understand what it's about, what they're getting, you know, how it's going to be produced and how well things are going to be done. So again, Feel free to check us out free of charge. Give us a call and just talk about having one of us out. 314-909-1800. You, you, I'm telling you, you will not regret it. Check us out online. Tons and tons and tons of information online, blogs, and you know everything that we do, photos. You can see jobs. You can see everything there. Callmosby.com. Check us out. Get the information. Have us out and look at stuff. You won't regret it. And, hey, have a good weekend, and I will really look forward to talking to everybody next week. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, 
including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.